You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Welcome back. Welcome to a fresh week. I am so glad that you're here. And if this is the first time that you're tuning in, well, you picked a good one because I'm speaking with the incredible Alexa and Carlos Pina Vega. And you probably know them best from their roles in Spy Kids, Nickelodeon's Big Time Rush, Dancing with the Stars, and most recently, their new film, Mighty Oak, which starts streaming July 7th on Amazon Prime and Apple TV. And in this episode, we discuss how they prioritize their marriage above all else, the importance of their Christian faith in navigating the difficult waters of raising a family while working in the entertainment industry, and how they remain focused and grounded for their two children throughout it all. And I think sometimes when we look at Hollywood actors, we don't necessarily see them as human. And of course, that's just a huge fallacy, and they are. And I just love how Alexa and Carlos got really real with, you know, what it's like to have a marriage, have little ones, be working in this industry, and that, you know, not only to just survive and stay married, but to be happy and to make sure that they're doing the best for their family and to really make their family their priority. And, um, and you know, especially in today's world, I think that that's so, so needed. So I'm so appreciative of their honesty, their authenticity, and I just know you're going to love this episode and get a lot out of it. So if you do, please share it with a friend and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, tag us if you're listening to this while you're out walking your dog, cleaning, or whatever you're doing. Tag us at Motherhood Unstressed on Instagram so I can share it back out. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Alexa and Carlos Pina Vega. This episode is sponsored by Swanson Health. Swanson Health has been producing quality vitamins and supplements, foods, healthy home, and self-care products for over 50 years since 1969 from the heart of America. Swanson Health is the only company to offer the full spectrum of wellness products for mind, body, and home. From quality vitamins and supplements to cruelty-free beauty items to eco-friendly home products, Swanson Health is here to keep you healthy. Swanson Health only supports products they're proud to use and give to their own families, backing everything by strict quality standards with the Swanson Quality Code. Swanson brand vitamins and supplements are crafted in the United States and made with unsurpassed purity and potency. Swanson Health carries over 20,000 wellness products at a great value. Pick up all of your favorite health products, plus discover new ones for your wellness routine, all while leaving money in your pocket. Now, if you want to try any of Swanson Health's great products for yourself, use code MOTHER20 for 20% off on swanson.com. This episode is brought to you by the Homeschool Buyers Co-op. And what is that exactly? Well, it's the world's largest buyers club for homeschooling families. Founded in 2005, they're a family-owned and operated business dedicated to providing top quality curriculum at the lowest price possible. And the best news yet, it's completely free to join. But if you use my referral code MOTHERHOOD, you automatically get 5,000 points, which translates to cash to buy anything that you'd like on the website. And basically, school districts get discounts. They have buying power, but rarely do homeschooling families have that kind of clout. And so by joining a co-op, you automatically get entered into that. You you are part of that community. Uh, Their website for you is homeschoolbuyersco-op.org. Again, use my referral code, check it out. You know, as someone who struggled with doing virtual learning last spring due to COVID, I have definitely been checking out some other options. And yes, that includes homeschooling. And so being a part of a co-op where you actually have buying power is essential if that's the route you want to go. 
Well, hello, Alexa and Carlos. Welcome to the show. I am so glad that you're here. We are happy to yeah, be thank here. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to dive right in with a question. I know a lot of actors in the business say they kind of just stumbled into it. Was that the case for you? Yeah, I mean, I think for sure, Alexa, uh, go ahead. When I was four, my mom's best friend snuck me into an audition and I ended up getting the job. So, it, I mean, I was always that little kid who was performing and jumping up on tables and like dancing and singing. And I think I was always destined to be in this industry one way or another, but just how it happened, I did fall into it, but it was perfect timing. What about you, Carlos? Uh, you know, I actually, uh, I, I always wanted to be uh, an actor or like, uh, like Broadway was my, my dream. Uh, and, maybe, and, and, and maybe I'll still do it one day. But I, um, when I was about 17, 18 years old, I sent in a tape to audition for this Nickelodeon boy band. And I got it. So, you know, I, I guess I, I wouldn't say I fell into it, but it was definitely like, I mean, like you hear stories and tapes, like nobody wants to make tapes anymore because they're like, no one's going to watch it. They watch my tape and I got it. So that's, I mean, to me, that's, that's just, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And have you felt like, you know, you, you both have had successful careers. Do you feel like when you were in it, you were, you know, on the right path, doing what you were supposed to do? Do you ever have a moment where you're like, maybe I shouldn't do this? I don't know. I've, it's all I've ever known. And it is, I, me and Carlos were actually talking about it the other day. It is such a part of my identity that I actually have to learn to try to separate it more. I, you know, I've just always been in this industry. So it's just such a part of my life that um, now it, I think the biggest thing for us was moving here so that we actually have a break from the industry because it tends to take over your life. Um, but I've just always had, I've had such a great time. I've really, I've really enjoyed it. I don't have those horror stories. Um, it's been, it's been really good to me personally. Mm. And by here, uh, she means that we live on Maui. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about, about three years ago, I just, uh, I, I kind of just had it with LA and I said, babe, can we please move? And she said, where do you want to move to? And I was like, you're going to think I'm crazy. I said, Maui. This is amazing. And she was wow. like, all right, let's do it. And I, I specifically remember I left the house to go to the gym and I sat in my car and I was like, did, that, did she just say yes? Did, did my wife just say yes? She literally walked so back I came in the back house. inside and I, was, oh. and I said, I said, Hey, can you just say it one more time? Because if you do like, if this is for real, I'm going to get in the car and start making some calls and we're going to sell the house and we're going to go. And like, I'm going like a hundred percent. And she said, yes, let's move to Maui. I got in the car. I called our, our friend who's a realtor. I said, let's sell the house. We're moving. Yeah. Wow. Now, is that something that's always kind of been in your relationship? Because I'm always curious, you know, talking to couples, what makes your relationship work really, really well? Like, it seems like Alexa's like down for whatever, you know, like really supportive. Is that always been the case? <laughs> for the most part. No, you know, we, we do everything uh, as a team. We, we really believe that, you know, marriage, marriage is super important. Um, and we feel strongly about, you know, continuing to put out a, like a, a, a positive light on marriage because people, and especially in our industry, mm-hmm. you know, on the West coast, like marriage is such this like, Oh, you know, don't get married, you know, don't have kids, don't do anything. And, you know, there's something so beautiful about, about having, having two people become one. Well, we both also come from divorced homes and we saw the impact that that had, but our parents did such a great job 
um, considering, you know, the situation I'm one of seven, he's one Mm. of four and, and that can be super tough on kids. But I think for us, when we met up, because we came from that, we're like, okay, how do we, how do we avoid that? How do we make it better for our kids? And honestly, Carlos was trying to get me to move to Maui for so long. And it wasn't until right after I gave birth to our first kid ocean that I'm like, we can't raise him out here. I I don't Mm. want, I don't want to do that. I, I, I was born in Florida. We lived on a ranch. I was running around outside, um, riding horses. I wanted more of that kind of lifestyle for our kids. And so did Carlos. And we just thought, you know what, this is the perfect time, the perfect excuse to just leave LA. I find that, that, yeah, I find that happens with so many parents, especially mothers, you know, when you have your first child, it's like everything gets reprioritized. Mm -hmm. You know, you see things so differently than you ever did. Like even when you were pregnant. Oh yeah. There's a whole new, um, it's like a different door has opened up and you walk through and it's just a whole new lens. I even, um, we, we both met at Bible study, we're Christian and it just kind of opened up this door even with how I view God. And it was really, really beautiful. It it helped me grow in my faith. It helped us grow in our marriage. Like, sure, yes, there are definitely testing times because you're getting less sleep. You're learning how to be a parent and there isn't like a manual that works overall for every child. Um, But I think in that, we were able to just like, there's this fantastic moment where now at this point we have two kids. Um, they're both throwing a fit, like both are having little tantrum meltdowns. And we had just come off of a like 14 hour work day and and we're like sitting in the kitchen and they're like screaming. And he literally just grabs me and we hugged for like two solid minutes, which is a really long time, but he just held me in the kitchen and it's actually, and we laughed, we were laughing and like kind of crying, but, (laughs) but it was one of my favorite moments because even though it was completely chaotic, we had each other and we weren't going to let anything tear away that joy yeah. that we, that we had created. Yeah. That's so beautiful. That's really, I mean, and I, I have heard that children of divorced parents, they do prioritize marriage. They don't get married lightly. You know, they really yeah. do their homework first. So in your courtship, was it, was it a long process? Did you have? No, no you know, I think, <laughs> I think I personally, I really, like I've been a relationship, uh, junkie. like junkie. <laughs> like, I mean, I love having, what do they call it? Codependent, <laughs> very codependent. But, um, when I met Alexa, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like what they say in the movies. You just know, I mean, I knew we spent a few hours together and then I remember she was driving in front of me and we went on this, she doesn't call it a date, but it was a date. <laughs> our adventure. Let's call okay, it an adventure. Okay. We, went on an adventure. we went to Menchie's. We, we, you know, hung out the night. It's a yogurt spot. Yeah. Yogurt spot. Yeah, I know. It. I know. It. Oh, I know my yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 uh, so, so Menchie's for like two hours. Yeah. We just couldn't stop talking. And then we went to the, the, this like, you know, a trampoline place to jump around. And then we drove to the Santa Monica. Oh no. Then we drove to our friend's house, ended up going to the wrong house. And, and, and when we knocked on the door, we were like, what's up? And <laughs> it was, it, it, it was a wake for their neighbor. Like yes. it, it, it was no, terrible. This actually happened. And, and they said, Hey, you know what? It's okay. It would have been her birthday today. And she would have loved this celebration. And we were like, 
Okay, we're they so were, sorry. They were not nicer. It was, they were so nice considering. But, but then we ended our night uh, at the Santa Monica Pier until like midnight playing mm-hmm. arcade games. And I remember at, at one moment, because we were in two cars, we were just friends, right? <laughs> so she was driving in front of me and I, and, and I literally told myself, I said, I'm going to marry that girl. <gasps> wow. And I, I, and I remember I was on, on the 405 uh, before the Balboa exit. We were stuck in all that traffic going down there and I, and I was you. like, I'm going to marry that girl. <laughs> I, I, I just knew it. Or what? I was very obsessive and I was like, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> No, I don't know because I've heard like multiple guy friends, you know, who are now married have told me that they had the same thought. It's never like the woman who's like, I'm going to marry that man. It's always the man who seems to know the right woman for him and who he wants to have his children. I know this sounds okay. very woo, but like I, no, I, hear, I keep hearing it again and again and again. Why, why do you think that is? Hmm. Uh, because we've gone through so many bad, bad, <laughs> bad relationships. We're like, this is a good one. <laughs> it checks off all the boxes. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. You know, it, I, don't, I wish, I wish we could know the answer. Yeah. It was just like, almost like instinct kicks in mm-hmm. like the same way this mom instinct kicks in. I feel like uh, suddenly, like, I don't want to say dad vibes appear, but it's like, okay, that's the one because we can have a family and I won't, it works. I, like, like she it won't works. annoy me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny because Carlos, he, I, I say it's so cheesy, but he's everything I never knew I wanted. Yeah. Like if you looked at my no list and I, even my best friend, Brene, it, like she was just like, he is not her type at all. She told, so our, our mutual friend, Andrew, he's the one who uh, introduced us. And he always said, you guys are perfect for each other. Wow. But the timing just never worked out. And she was just laughing. She's like, she only likes tall white boys. This is the exact opposite of everything she's ever yep. dated or been with. And not, not actors. No. So my whole oh, list, yeah. no actors, no one in the industry. I come from an absolutely wild and crazy Colombian family. Um, I don't know <laughs> if that time around Colombian families, but we're crazy. So I, just, I was like, no, no Hispanic boys at all. I have enough of that in my life. Um, they cannot be short. I'm short. They need to be tall. I mean, all these things, but I got myself a, um, a five I, foot I seven was, Latino I was man. persistent. <laughs> mm. an actor and a singer. <laughs> oh. Well, and fast forward, you know, years later, he's hugging you in the kitchen and it's one of your favorite memories. Like oh, that means something. Oh my gosh, this is my my teammate. Yeah, and, and 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 going back to what you say, I think I think that's what makes our marriage work is that we do treat it as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 both have our 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 roles in our team. You know, yep. sometimes I'm playing offense and sometimes she's playing defense. Most of the time she's the coach, right? <laughs> but but any good coach will allow their star player to think <laughs> to think that he's making all the decisions, but really the coach is behind oh my it. Gosh. <laughs> uh, but, but we really do treat it like that. I mean, every, you know, w- moving here, we were told that our careers were never like, they were just going to die because who's going to want to fly anybody out and this and that. And mm. we put our marriage and our family first. And let me tell you, since, since we moved here, um, we have not stopped working. I mean, there's yeah. been up. Op- there have been uh, enough opportunities to keep us here and to keep us happy and keep us healthy. And we made a decision from day one. We said, we're never going to work at the same time on two separate projects mm-hmm. that, that will split the family up. Yeah. The kids you know, need both parents. It's happened once and it was like a week and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if she's somewhere for six weeks and I'm somewhere for six weeks, like 
then why did we get married? Why did we have kids to just, you know, split it up? And there there are certain circumstances that, you know, people have jobs that take them away and this and that, and that's fine. But I think if it becomes a routine and, and and that becomes the normal, it really affects that, you know, family dynamic. I also think this industry is so particular because it's like summer camp. You're in close quarters when you're on set with these people. And I think in that, it's very easy. Like you see all the the set romances that happen. There's so much flirting. Uh, so many lines get blurred. Mm-hmm. And what we have, what we just value our our relationship so much. But also, we want to value the importance of you guys. We're at work. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is work. We can all still have fun. But um, I think it can be a dangerous place for a marriage, and that's why you see so many marriages not last in this yeah. industry. Um, so for us, when we prioritize that, but when we also make sure that we are there for one another, mm. it, um, I think it just helps you from falling short. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys are the, like the Olympians of marriage because you are in such like a hotbed of, of impropriety and things that can happen. Like you really are like the top athletes. <laughs> well, you know, when, when we did dancing with the stars, We learned a lot. I'm so glad that we did it together because Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being the husband at home. And it's like, look, it, it means nothing to Mm -hmm. most, hopefully Mm -hmm. to me, you know, anything like you're like doing all these dances and you're getting close with your partner. I mean, it's very intimate, but it's like, it's not normal. Like a husband doesn't go to work and does salsa with another girl (laughs) getting all close like grindy, and then come home. And then it's like, Hey, like, like, like we're, we're all human. That is going to do something to you emotionally, physically. Like you're just going to like, we all have feelings, right? Yeah. It's it's a weight. It comes with a weight. So, so thankfully we're both doing it together and you know, both of us realize, okay, wow, this doesn't mean anything. But if I was at home and I knew that she was going every day, every single day and doing these nine and 10 hour dance days with this, you know, guy and doing (laughs) this and shirt off in rehearsal, I'd be like, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> so, so it's like these emotions need to be dealt with. And, yeah. and I, I, I just think that was such a testing time for our marriage. Cause even though we were both in it, yeah. we still had a lot of ups and downs and figuring it things out. It was a out. hard show to do. But I see that and I go, we did that together. Imagine all these couples, you know, doing these movies separately, doing dancing with the stars separately, oh, yeah. you know, like, like these like reality shows, like when they leave for six months, I mean, the marriage gets destroyed. The relationship gets destroyed. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm sure you have friends that like are in open relationships and things like that. Was that something that you guys never wanted to consider? No, no, no not at all. I mean, I, I, it's not something I personally, I know we personally don't believe in that. We think that our marriage, marriage is a really, really beautiful thing. And when two people come together and they can create this beautiful family, I think for for even our kids, the last thing we would ever want to do is confuse them. And I know it's going to sound so corny, but I don't look, and I don't know if this is just because I'm a girl, but like, I can't look at other people and I don't, I don't have this attraction. I can tell you that somebody is good looking, but there isn't this like, wow, he's hot. Like, I don't, I don't have that. Like, I really, it sounds so cheesy and corny, but I genuinely only have eyes for my husband. You only got hots for me. <laughs> I like wow, okay, okay. But I, but I will say, I think that is a, it is a, not just like, oh, I've, I've made this decision. It's a trained mindset. Like mm-hmm. this sounds super silly, but um, 
you know, there was a time when Carlos in the past before me, he, he smoked a whole lot of weed, like a whole ton of weed. And, and he goes, when he quit, he would still have that craving and, and he still wanted it. But after time, and the more and more he was diving into his faith and the more we grew in our relationship, he just doesn't want it. And, and the craving is gone. And I think that's something that we had to train our minds in so many different areas of our lives to just no longer crave mm. other people yeah. or crave that feeling of, oh, I, what if, I wonder. Because our our industry is so dangerous. And I think even though a lot of people think flirting is super innocent, it comes with a weight. Yeah. And you don't realize what it's doing to you emotionally when you're on set all day long and you're flirting with a boy, you think it's nothing, and then you come home you, you carry that weight with you back home and it's going to mm-hmm. affect your relationship. Well, I mean, temptation is real. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in, in all, in, in, I mean, in all facets of life. Yeah. 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 So, you know, if you uh, stock your pantry with a bunch of crap that you don't want to eat, Cheetos. you're going to eat it because yeah. it's there, you know, one day you're going to break, but if you don't stock your pantry, you, you, don't have, that you have no option. You know, it's the same thing with like Instagram and all this stuff. Like i you know, talk to, you know, friends of mine who, who, you know, their, uh, their, their marriage is on the rocks because they, you know, are, are looking at stuff. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. well, like, what are you looking at? I'm like, well, then get off Instagram. Like, don't, don't, don't give yourself that out. Don't give yourself that candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but for real, I mean, you know, we have some stuff in our pantry that, you know, I, I like chips. I, I, I love chips. Mm-hmm. I love chips. <laughs> if they weren't in the pantry, I wouldn't eat them. But, you know, at one o'clock when I want a little snack and I go in the pantry and I'm like, healthy, healthy chips, I go for the chips. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, again, it's a trained like, okay, cool. I can't, like you, um, what's the word? You uh, have to be intentional, mm-hmm. like intentional. I don't want to do this. I value this. So I'm right. going to stop. Yeah. And this is why you're the Olympic athletes. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't we get learned. the gold last week. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but I think that's true. And like being in quarantine too, like everyone's been home with their significant others, with their kids, like, you know, for a while now. So it's like everything that's kind of was brushed under the rug is like, I think coming out, you know? So if you don't do the you work, you don't kid. communicate, right? Like, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. We three, but last No, I mean, so, okay. So that leads to my next question. Like, what do you guys do to kind of stay sane during this crazy time? You know, you've got the kids at home, you're, you're working and like promoting and things like that. How do you keep balance? Do you have a morning routine? Do you like, what do you do? Well, first, I just want to say, I don't think it's fair because we are so blessed. Like we we live on this awesome property on an island. So the kids get to run around outside. We get to go to the beach and go swimming. We get to do things that like our hearts and Carlos always says this, our hearts go out to the parents who are in apartment buildings who mm. are trying to like run kids up and down stairs. Like I, I cannot imagine with our two boys who are wild and have so much energy being stuck in this small space to where they couldn't go outside in the backyard and run around and play in the dirt. I mean, dirt is important. Dirt is healthy, you know? Um, So I want to start it off by we are just beyond blessed that it's not it's, it looks very different for yeah. us. Our, our current circumstance, right. it's, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot easier than most. 
Um, we have created a routine. And now a quick break with a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Smart for Life. The Smart for Life program is a healthy way for quick and safe weight loss. By following the program correctly, you can burn 3,500 calories or one pound every two days. It was created by Dr. Sassan Mulavi, who's a bariatric physician with over 20 years of experience. The Smart for Life diet can help you lose weight the healthy and sustainable way. And so what happens on this diet? Well, you get to eat cookies, but they're not just regular cookies. It's um, five to six cookies that you eat throughout the day with a glass of water, and they're full of protein and fiber, and they're low in sugar. So it's everything that your body needs to be healthy without all of the other junk. And if you're not a fan of cookies, I don't know how that could be but some people aren't. They also have delicious soups and shakes. So this is a very effective diet to help you lose weight if you have been struggling and nothing is budging and you're looking for something new and safe and actually healthy to do that. So head over to smartforlife.com and check out their program today. Yeah, you know, um, her dad uh, recently, uh, he, he, he just left on Monday, but he was living with us for two and a half years. And that gave a nice buffer of like, Hey, you know, be like, we need, you know, two hours to go upstairs and make our bed, which we haven't made in a week. (laughs) She's like, I got to put some makeup on and just feel good. good good." Um, But since Monday, um, I'd say that we're starting this. I kind of feel like, like, like our, our parents just dropped us off at, you you know, at college and like, we have our own apartment (laughs) and, we can make our own rules. We don't have to whisper. You know, we can play our <laughs> games and we can, you know, ah, and be as loud as we want. And we're starting this new thing where like our, our, um, our roles have kind of shifted in terms of like, Hey, I see all that you do and I see where I can help you out and, mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. So we're developing like a nice, you know, we're all going to get up in the morning together versus, Hey, you know what? If the baby, you know, gets up, you get up, I'll get up with the next kid. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then we'll take two hours. No, Hey, listen, let's all get up together. Let's all have this time together in the morning. Mm-hmm. Let's have breakfast. And then I'll watch the kids. You go get ready. And then we'll flip flop. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think it's just constantly changing this, you know, yeah. this, 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 well, because I, you go through seasons, right. I, you know, I really love before my dad left for the lot for like, I think three months, we did this, um, we would wake up in the morning and he would give us the two hours. So we'd come back up and we would pray together. We would read together. But what was awesome is we would just even talk about like things that have been going on in our hearts. We'd be like, okay, how's your heart? Like, what, what is your heart feeling right now? Um, we would just talk about goals. Um, we would talk about things that we want to do in the house or with the family or just, you know, what, what the week had had in store for us. So just having that time that's not chaotic, but just us alone was super, super helpful and, and beneficial. And I am sad in a way that we only took the last few months to do that because we've grown so much yeah. in those few months, just taking that time with one another. Like it yeah. wasn't even, it wasn't like this, like big conversation that lasted. <laughs> no, it was just fun to reconnect together because well, you know, I, kids- I just feel like once you have kids like do you guys like do couples talk anymore like really just it's hard talk, it's hard you know it's hard. you got the kids and then you got you know got jobs and you got work and you're constantly going this and then you know then you get in bed at night and you're like oh we did it i'll see you tomorrow okay i love you bye well, good night I, I have an unpopular opinion and and we both live by it and that is um 
we love our children, but our marriage comes first because mm. if we're not working well together, then our kids are also going to fall apart. So they feel it. They feel they the energy. Feel, they feel it. Then, as a team, we're not working well together to be able to help run our household because it's like a job <laughs> and we have to keep order. Um, so, for us, we have to prioritize our relationship so that we can be the best parents for our kids and. And I really feel like that has done so, so well for us because we've seen in in other relationships where um, and people that I love and care about so much will put their kids first and they think they're doing the right thing. But then their marriage is suffering like so badly and then they're miserable and unhappy. And that's hard. Mm, But the kids are happy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe on the surface. I don't know. Right. Not inside. But the kids feel it. and, And it's hard. Yeah watch and and it sounds counterproductive right that to be the best parents like that you actually have to put your kids second to your marriage but it it, it's not it it makes it so much more um I don't know it just makes it a lot easier yeah and I I think you're absolutely right I think that's an opinion that should be put out more I'm so glad you just said that because it is it's like it's like for the mother who doesn't engage in self-care you know when she first has a baby and then she falls apart and you know no one's taking care of the baby right so So it's like guilty of that a hundred percent it's so normal and it's just it's not healthy so I love that you guys are really the proponents of that um and so I kind of I'm curious um you know we're we're talking about marriage, we're talking about relationships, but I also want to talk about your new film. Um, what drew you to working on this project? What was it about the story that drew you to signing on? Wow. Um, well, uh, Sean McNamara, who's a director, who's done so many movies. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're the corny people who love like the heartfelt, you know, you know, good vibes. Uh, I think right now specifically too, it's just feel good movies. It's yeah. so nice to have feel good movies and they're, I feel like that was all in the nineties. You yeah. got all the feel good nineties movies and early two thousands. And then after that, it just became like sexual. There's some great some, ones. Yeah. Some amazing art house films. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But we just wanted something that felt good, but also gosh, the characters are awesome. Yeah. Um, Sean is a genius yeah. with how he works. He's, he's so He's just a great director. There's zero ego. He loves collaboration. He wants to make sure that you feel included in the process and that you're happy with the way the movie's working out. So Mm -hmm. this was really a collaboration. And it it wasn't like, hey, you know, you're actors, you know, just come on board and play the role. They said, read the script. If you want to do it, let's bring you on board as like executive producers. Let's change whatever you want to change. Let's make this together. And Mm -hmm. As an actor, that never happens. You know, like nobody ever. Like, Usually, just very, a monkey. Very few. Right. T- yeah, exactly. Very few times has that happened to us. And the fact that both of us could be in it, and, mm-hmm. and and they were so welcoming to like us bringing our kids to set, and and this, and they even helped us like find a nanny for a few days. Like it was, it was such a family effort. Um, and you know, in terms of the story, it's funny. Personally, we don't believe in reincarnation, but yeah, but I think. What's interesting is you can look at it from all different perspectives. Yeah. I'll just kind of explain it. Um, Gina uh, loses her brother. They're in this. They're in this band, and they end up getting in this car accident. And Gina, played by Janelle Parrish, loses her brother. And you know we're ten years later, and all of a sudden this little kid who's a prodigy, he can play guitar, he can sing, he's absolutely incredible. Which, by the way, in Tommy Reagan in real life can just shred. Un- unreal. This kid does. He's he's not ten years old. He's like a 
10-year-old trapped in a 10-year-old's body. Um, but she sees this kid and she's convinced that this is her brother reincarnated. Um, but for other people, he stands as a symbol of hope. Yeah. Um, I play I play Tommy's mom and I am actually super sick in the movie and um, I'm actually dying and, and we don't know what's going to happen to me. So many things are up in the air and... And he's trying to help me, but for for me, he like he is a symbol of hope for the mother, and I think also for your character, yeah. he's like the a fresh start yeah. to, to. I mean, your it was perfect because so so I play uh, I guess the love interest to you know to to to, uh, to Gina, uh, and uh, you know my character and her we are on, on on complete opposite sides. Like I don't I'm like I'm like you're crazy, you know. That he's definitely not, you know, a reincarnate of your brother. He's just talented mm-hmm. and look how amazing he's going to bring our band back together. And she's like, no, yes, that's all good. But this is my brother. And because that's what she needs to heal. Right. Yeah. And it's just, this, it's this awesome story, but there's so many different sides of it. And I, and I love that regardless of what we believe, like we were still able to play these characters and, you know, uh, uh, like play them truthfully. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think that's super important. Um, and the story is just, it's so great. Sean does such a good job with the music. Tommy, how old's Tommy again? I think he's 12 now. He's young. He wrote all the music. That's incredible. All the music for the movie. This 12 year old kid, he might even be younger. I don't even know. (laughs) It's like, like I, I, I've never written, you know, music. he wrote all the music for the movie. And, you know, we did an interview the other day and, and they asked him, they said, Hey, you know, do you mind? playing the song cool so all of us sat there with our phones we were joking and he the kid sounds amazing yeah i'm like i'm like the fact that there are kids like this in the world Mm -hmm. it gives me hope for the younger generation Mm because this time that we're in right now it's just scary well we're all looking down at our phones all day long well no but i'm just saying like in general the 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 climate of the world is is scary and like you know you're seeing like you know a lot of confused people you know you know and like uh I think it's just hurt a lot of yeah. angry, like yeah. angry kids. And I, I honestly think a lot of that has to do with social media because, you know, I've, I've watched my siblings and how they deal with comparing themselves. You know, I'm the oldest. So when I see them comparing themselves to other people on social media, like most of these people for sure are showing their best selves. Very rarely. Oh, are 1000%. The real raw moments. And now that we're, you know, in our thirties, we have a better grasp on going, okay, that is not important. We're emotionally in a place where we can, I think for the most part, deal with stuff like that. But when you're 15 years old, 12 years old, emotionally, you're, you have no idea how to deal with that. Like it's overwhelming. And I think that's what's happening to a lot of the younger kids. They're incredibly overwhelmed emotionally because they don't know how to deal with that kind of baggage, Mm -hmm. I guess, in a way. Yeah. I mean, they talk about like the prefrontal cortex is doesn't even develop fully until you're like 22 years old. So oh you can't God. even process emotions or handle it like an adult would. Oh my gosh, Carlos. No, I, okay, real, real fast. I'll try to make this story real short. Um, they did this experiment with uh, these rats and basically they put um, two, they had two boxes um, and a, put a piece of cheese in the middle of both boxes. And with one, one rat or mouse, uh, the normal one, would go along the edges and then run quickly to grab the cheese in the middle and immediately run back to the edge because he knows that something can come down and get him easier if he's in the middle versus if he's along the edges, he's safe. Um, Now the other one, they played the TV for an hour, just like 
images flashing like crazy on the TV. And the rat was actually watching it. Mm -hmm. And then they put a piece of cheese in the middle and he went berserk. Like he was hanging out in the middle, just kind of running everywhere. All his natural instincts went away because the images were so, it was just too much for the rat to be able to handle that that's actually what happens to us. We no longer, all our instincts go out the window. We're so consumed by everything that's happening with the scrolling, the swiping. We don't realize the effect that it's happening, that, that it has on us. And our instincts are just like, we suddenly become susceptible to the things that we could, I guess that we could be protecting ourselves from. So it was just a really interesting wow. experiment. Mm. No, no, like, no. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, how many times, and I, 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 I guess I could speak for a lot of people in this world. Have you picked up a magazine and been like, oh, let me just zoom into that. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not an iPad. This is not it's an crazy. iPad. I mean, you know, our son who's three, he's like, mommy, can I see your iPad? Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. And yeah. like, I know that that's the future anyway. Everything's going to be like magazines, all this stuff. It's going to be obsolete. Like everything will be on tablets or iPads or whatever it may be. So, you know, I don't want to be like, okay, don't learn how to use the iPad. But right. at the same time, we do have to protect ourselves yeah. because it really does have an impact yeah. on us. We, we, we've actually seen a difference in our three-year-old's uh, behavior, uh, behavior um, after we, we, we did a test. No, just, <laughs> uh, was there we, cheese involved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was cheese in a television. Uh, no, uh, there was one day, I forget that we were super busy and he, and he had his tablet and his favorite show, uh, Octonauts on the, the TV. And he was literally just, it was kind of like an all day thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I think we were doing something in press or whatever it was. And he was just an angry kid the whole and he day. Was wild. He just couldn't. Like, ah. He couldn't process when something would go wrong. It wasn't like, oh, I can fix this. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. And then the next day, because his mind never got a break. Yeah. Yep. Then we took it away completely and let him kind of shed all that for a whole day. And that third day, he was a different kid. He, yep. he You know, he was processing. Oh, I just dropped this. Mommy, can you help me fix this? Please. Oh, mm-hmm. said, please come here. Yes, daddy. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a whole different kid. Yeah. So, so now, you know, we found a balance of like how much he can actually have. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's super important with like any kid, but even with us as adults. Right. right. But, but I mean, how easy is it to give your kid a tablet and say, yeah, okay, here Good, you I go. have so much work to do. Just take this. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think we're all guilty of that. And it's like, it's crazy because like I have two boys too and experienced the exact same thing. We had to take away the iPad and hide it. And yeah. there was still like a day where they wanted it and they were still fiending for it. And I was like, yeah, oh yeah, my it's God. Yeah, yeah. It's, so- <laughs> it's crazy. But, Third um, day. And you know, Apple is like, success, we did it. They're just like, this is too easy. <laughs> there are some really good apps where our kid has learned so so yeah. much mm-hmm. so i don't want to just dog it because right. it can be an excellent tool yeah i mean youtube he was doing the youtube numbers for like in the beginning like what like one and a half yeah he one knew years old. all his letters ABCs. lex, he lex would count put to 20 she would literally put all the youtube numbers on one two three <laughs> whatever and we were just like so you're <laughs> eating breakfast and it's like five bananas whatever it was and but but you know what he was saying he was counting to 50. I mean, before two years old. Yeah, that's wild. So it's like, it's, it's like, where's the balance of like, well, this really like, 
I wouldn't have spent that many hours going, right. two bananas, three bananas, <laughs> no, no way. Alexa was out riding horses, so on. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Um, but I know you have to scoot to another interview, so I just want to end with some uh, rapid-fire questions, really. Okay, quickly. awesome. Happiness is? A choice. Yeah, I was going to say joy. <laughs> <laughs> there are no wrong answers. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, I'm grateful for? My wife. My family. Uh, and last one, what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Things don't matter. It's not a race. Mm, I love it. I love it. Okay, so where can the listener find more about the movie Mighty Oak and find you online on Instagram? Okay, so Mighty <laughs> Oak, uh, is, is this airing uh, before July 7th? Yes, I'm going to fast track it for you. Okay, Woo-hoo! perfect. So Mighty Oak uh, is going to be streaming on, on Apple TV and Amazon Prime uh, starting on July 7th. So we're super excited because sometimes these small movies don't get uh, don't get out there. I mean, Lex has done movies in the past that didn't even get seen by anyone. So the fact that we are going to be on streaming is huge. So please go check it out. Um, and then uh, I think after that, it's going to be expanding even more. And there are some drive-ins also playing yes, radio yes. around the country, which is so cool. And I wish that we had a drive-in on Maui because I would make sure that we were playing it, but we don't. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Okay, do you know what? I we should make to... our own drive-in. No. Hannah <laughs> Vega drive-in <laughs> on, on Maui. Hold on. No. Actually, okay, because I, I can't stop thinking about it. And I have to... And you can, you whether you want to edit it or not, but I have to say this. I actually disagree with my last statement in the sense that I'm like, it's not a race. Because what I actually mean is I don't think we should overwhelm ourselves to try to do everything at once. I, I do actually believe life is a race. So I don't know why I said it's not a race. But it's not, I just want to, I want to be clear. It's not a race to immediately hurry up and get all this stuff done and overwhelm yourself to where you can't, you can't enjoy and actually yeah. live life. So I don't know why I said it's not a race. I know. What's your favorite Bible verse? I know. In a, uh, <laughs> what is it? I know. What is uh, it? In a race, don't you know that in a race, all runners run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Oh, so I, I just got chills. Isn't that great? Run in such a way as to get the prize. But that doesn't mean like, I, I think that, that doesn't mean like abandon all everything and just start running like really, right. really fast. Like, Experience I, yeah, joy. But isn't that interesting that I said something that that's, I, I, that's very telling, you know, but way. I think we needed to have this like expansion of that answer, you know? Yes. 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 So beautiful. Sorry. I know that's like probably so confusing, but no. I think what I really meant was like, don't overwhelm yourself. You don't have to do it all at once. So maybe yeah. that, that makes more sense. Not, it's not a race, but you don't have to do it all at once. Yeah, I, I still enjoy it. By my answer. I, I, still <laughs> my answer. I think this don't matter. Things don't matter. <laughs> I brain. I get a pass. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, this was so great. I really, really love talking to both of you. I cannot wait That's to watch Mighty Oak. Uh, you guys are a beautiful couple. Thank you for all that you're doing in the world. Just being you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank, thank you. you for allowing us to be on your show. Yeah, and thank you for promoting the movie. We cannot wait for everyone to see it. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have okay, a good we'll one. see you later. 
You've been listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, please share it out on your social media, Instagram stories, and tag us at Motherhood Unstressed so we can share it back out and keep the conversation going on these important topics. Also, make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss out on an interview with an amazing guest or our weekly guided meditations every Wednesday. This episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD. This is my line of organic USA grown hemp that was specifically designed to help you, the listener, battle stress and anxiety naturally. And what CBD does is it helps your body's own endocannabinoid system function better. So you're sleeping better, you're experiencing less stress and anxiety, and you're able to get everything done with an overall feeling of security, of groundedness, of calm. So if you would like that in your life, head on over to motherhoodunstressed.com, click the shop tab and use the code podcast to save. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.